ignorance. There is no Gaurav Buddhi, Mariyadha Buddhi, then it is not Bhakti. Then it will be opposed to Bhakti. Meaning of Bhakti is that Bhagavata Sri Bhagavan is preserved. Means you don't treat him like any other ordinary being, you treat him as a supreme being. Nanda Ishwada Sakas, they perform their Naravat Lila with Krishna. But that doesn't mean you imitate their exchanges with Bhagavan. We are not like Nanda Baba or Ishwada Maya. And neither have we become like the Sakas by imitating them. Or else you will be guilty of acting against your Adhikar. You must see what your Adhikar is. Therefore, the lives of the bhaktas after listening about their lives then you should try to follow but not imitate they say in the lives of the devotees you should not see any faults or else It will be a cause of disturbance. Utpat. You see, if the son, if the prince does anything, if he does something, then then no ordinary person can correct the prince. Or else he will be punished. Similarly, if any Priya Bhakta he acts against his Adhikar, then ordinary people should not discuss about it. She should not think about what he has done. Ordinary people should stay away. Because Bhagawan, he will correct him. He knows what to do. So once in Dwarka, Krishna, Arjuna, they were all sitting there in Sudharma Sabha. So once on Brahmin he came there and he said and then in this way he started shouting, complaining and started criticizing. Krishna he was listening but he wasn't saying anything. Because the Brahmin, he should be respected. And even if the Brahmin says something, which one should tolerate. But if you cannot tolerate, then what to do? Can you, will you kill him like Aushishapal? No. So the time the Brahmin, he was saying that because of the king's sins, the citizens have to suffer. So he's saying this king of Dwaraka, he wasn't shouting at Ugrasen, he was actually shouting at Krishna. Ugrasen, he was only a proxy. The real king was Krishna. He was shouting at Krishna, saying, oh, just look at him, he's very corrupt. You see, how can the son die in the presence of his father? 
But here all my sons are dying, although I am still present. So he starts shouting at Krishna. And he said, all my sons are dying, one after another. And this way, he's saying, he's, he's glorifying himself. He's saying, I have spoken the Gita. That I have inaugurated all these rituals. But he cannot save my son. Because of his sins, I also have to suffer. So he was complaining so much. So Arjuna said, How can I help you? What is your difficulty? Tell me. Saying, what can you do? There's so many who are roaming like you in the street. So you're also now shouting at me, Arjuna said. And the Brahmin said, And Arjuna said, I'll help you in all ways. I'm ready. And he said, just by speaking these words, it will not do. There are many who speak, but who will do? Carry out. And whoever is present in the king's assembly, they're all impostors. And this way, Arjuna was thinking, if I cannot help you, then I'll jump inside the fire and kill myself. But surely I'll help you. Just tell me. <coughs> and he said, you see this king? All my sons, they were born. And as soon as they're born, they die. So how can this king be a king? He's a very sinful person. And so when the son, when the father is present, will the son die? And so the sin is going to everyone. Because he's a dharmic, not religious. So he was shouting at Krishna. And Arjuna, he promised. He said, all right, next time the son is born to you, tell me. So when the son was born, then he was told to Arjun. Then Arjun, he made a fortress from all ten directions, using his arrows. But now, even but before the sun would emerge from his mother's womb, but now he did not even come out of his mother's womb. His body disappeared while he was still in his mother's womb. So the Brahman became even more angry. What is this? At least before I could see his body. Now I cannot even see his body. So then Arjuna, he said, all right, light a fire. Now I'll enter inside because I cannot keep my promise. So then as this fire was lit, and then Arjuna was about to enter, then Krishna said, what happened? He said, I promised that I'll save his children. Now I could not save them. I cannot even see his body. And then he said, I made a fortress with so many arrows that no single person could enter, not even a fly. But still, you see, his son died. So then Krishna, he said, first there's Atma Samarpan and then Sharanagati. Or else there is Durgati. You can try as much as you can. You can chastise, you can respect, you can do anything. But still, you can do tapasya, vrata. But for whom are you doing in this way? Who said? For whose uh, sake are you doing? Because Chaitanya Tamrata just said, Atmendra Priti Mancha, Tarbari Kaum, Krishnendra Priti Mancha, Dharai Premnam. So, what are you doing? Are you doing for. Um, this is only for your own self, for your own enjoyment. So who will fulfill? But if you do something for Bhagwan's Priti, even a little, then Bhagwan he'll take responsibility. 
Did the fruit. And this way he didn't pray. He wasn't surrendered. So in Arjuna he had made a promise. And Lord Bhagwan said, he said, all right. There's no need to die. You show, bring bring my children back to life. Then he took Arjun and then he started. Took his Panchajanya Shankar. And then he went on the chariot. And where did he see? Where did he go? Into this Mahakalpuram, which is a place of very dense darkness. And then they say, Krishna, he has so many jewels. By the effulgence of these jewels, all these places of darkness were lit. And then there he saw all the jewels that were lying in this Mahadevan Lok in an unconscious state. So then anyhow, he pierced through this region. Then he went to Yampuri, Yamaraj's loka. And then he started playing on his Panchajanya Shank. Kansh. Yamaraj is trembling. And the Bhagavan himself has come to my palace and I have not even known. Then Prabhu said, Where are the children of these of this Brahmin? And Yamaraj he said, These children are not here. Then we said, Where are they? Then this way, he. And he said, these children, anyhow, he brought them back. So if anyone is dear to Prabhu, then even if he does something, then Prabhu, he takes uh, responsibility for that person. And if one has no samandha, he is an orphan, then who will take responsibility for that person? Then that person is wandering and he is suffering. Then what to do? Then Gudev, he said, that if you are looking after a cow, then you see the cow is wandering here and there. And he started looking for the cow everywhere, and there he saw the cow. And there he was in a forest, there was nice grass growing. And as he was looking to eat the grass, then there was quicksand, and the cow started drowning in that quicksand. And then there one line looked at this cow. He's thinking, now I can eat this cow. I can eat this cow and uh, also feed my entire family. So in this way, he also jumped inside that quicksand. But he also started drowning in that quicksand. Now he was struggling. He could also not come out with this quicksand. So then the master of this cow, he came and then anyhow, he he tied a rope to this cow and then anyhow, he pulled the cow out and then he cleansed the cow. So then he was, the lion was thinking, he'll also pull me out. So then what did he do? They tied a rope around its neck and they strangled it. And then the cow was thinking, all right, now he will at least clean me, although he's trying strangling me. So then what did he do? He took one stick and then took one kuladi, one axe, and then he killed him. He dismembered him and then he took all his pieces away and threw him to the dogs. So, you know, so if even one may become like this lion, 
But then if he doesn't have a guardian, then what to do? So if one is like this lion, but still if he doesn't have a guardian, then who would take responsibility? And they say he'll be beaten down, teeth will be broken, and they say the, the claws will be taken away, and then you'll be fed. So in this way, who will protect? So therefore it's called avara. In Hindi, avara means orphan. So in this way, Guruji said, you see from my childhood, I've always had darshan. These sadhus and sons. And then this way I was able to do this katakirtan. So I was thinking, all these people, they are here, they always do katakirtan. But still their moho is not going away, their attachment, illusion, they're only uh, engaged in this ashakti. They have no mamta towards Bhagawan. And this way, they not surrender themselves to Bhagawan. One does Bhagavad Pasan, does Puja Pat. Only for adoration. Why? If one speaks Harikatha, saying, Oh, may I not, may I always get Pratishta. May I always be wealthy, may I get respect. Adoration. So in this way, so I was thinking, where have I, have I been bound by my Ashakti? They so said they also want me to be chained. So then Maharaj was saying, So who is Anuman? He is Anjana Sutta. He appeared in Anjanatri. In Kishkinda, near Kishkinda, Parvat. And Anuman from his very childhood, he was indifferent. From his very childhood, he would go to the ashrams of the Rishi Marshis. He would, he would nicely play. And he would take the Kamandalu, the Achmani of the Rishi Marshis, their asana. And this way, the Godavari Narmada is there. He throw everything there. Saying, why are you doing this? Why are you so naughty? Why are you throwing the asan Kamandalu away? Why are you throwing Dupatta away? Why are you taking all these items of puja and throwing them away? He said, I was saying that where is your moha and ashakti? You're doing ashakti, you're doing bhagavad bhajan. But are you attached to all these things? For things that you possess. Where's my achamaniya cup? My kamandalu, where's my asan? And so the rishis are thinking that he's troubling us so much. And then we try catching him, he jumps around to the mountain, trees, he's always troubling everyone. And the rishis, they gave a curse. So now you'll forget all your powers, your mystic potencies. Now you'll no longer be naughty. Now you'll forget everything. So then you'll become very innocent now, like a small boy. So then Hanuman said, oh, this is good. What happened? Before he took birth. And then what would he do? When he'd get hungry, he tried even swallowing the sun. Thought the sun was a very nice laddu. At the time, Indra, he unleashed his thunderbolt on his chin. And then we see he got a mark on his lower chin. 
So then his father, Pawan Dev, he said, Oh, you hit my son. So then he stopped circulating air. And they were all running around. So then his Hanu, means his lower chin, became a little crooked. Therefore he became Hanuman. See, Hanuman, he doesn't deserve Man Pratishta, Puja Pratishta, nothing. He's only a recipient of Prabhu's mercy. Then Guruji said, see how Hanuman was. He took Ram on his shoulders. So then Gurudev, he said, see how Hanuman serves. So, when Ram was with his three brothers, Lakshman, Bharashaturna, Sanuman was also thinking, I want to go serve my Prabhu. Sanuman, he told Sugriv, saying, Oh friend, our Prabhu has come to this world. Now I want to go have his darshan and serve him. So when they came to Ayodhya, so then they said, We both of us will go there. You become my master, and I'll become your sevak. And then they say, I'll please, this Dasharat. If Dasharat Maharaj gives me the order, I'll stay there forever. And they came, then he, he came as, uh, he uh, came to Dasharat Maharaj. And then he said, I bought this monkey. This monkey likes playing around. He likes singing, dancing. He can make everyone happy. So he'll make all the children very happy. And Maharaj said, all right. And then he said, all right, let me see. So there he, he stood on his tail and then he started dancing, jumping from one place to another. He was lifting mountains, ringing flowers. He was doing kirtan. Then he became very happy. So then Ram, Lakshman, they said, we want this monkey. He should stay with us. So Maharaj Dasharat said, it's not good to play with monkeys. Else you'll become a monkey yourself. Take him away from here. Or else you take him away from here. So Hanuman became very sad, saying, oh, I want to do the seva. And then they made me leave. So Hanuman, he started meditating since then. Say, how can I meet Ram? How can I become absorbed in Prabhu's seva? So Anuman was thinking, if my Rajabhishek is done, then Ram was thinking, if I become a king, then how can I go to the forest? How can I meet my Priyasevaks? How can I bring them here? So, he was thinking, how can I I want to show the glories of my sevaks to the entire world. How Hanuman is. So Ram, on purpose, he went to the forest. And so, he said, Sita was lost. And then they say, 
this order was given to everyone that oh go find where sita is who has stolen sita so then they found jatayu and sampati they told them some news about where sita was but who could find sita who could cross the ocean i see all these monkeys how will they jump across the ocean you see all these monkeys are very strong but when it came to jump across the ocean angad said i can jump across but i don't know if i can come back jamon said i become very old now so how can i cross the ocean so no one is ready then they told hanuman you can do everything your pawan putra hanuman so when they start reminding hanuman of all his powers potencies because the rishi is that cursed hanuman that will forget everything so then what happened he started chanting ram's names then he jumped across the ocean and then in this way he burned all of lanka into ashes huh? and by chanting ram naam he gave diksha to everyone in lanka there everyone was intoxicated eating meat drinking blood and as soon as hanuman came there he they were thinking who is this person he shook everyone he awakened everyone he said don't worry i've come sita came but still you're not awakened so now i've come then hanuman said now at least now we come to your senses also and destroy everyone but still they did not listen to him then he burned all lanka and then he in whatever nice he could find he started offering to ram was his ram sevak but although he did everything and hanuman came back to ayodhya at that time seeing the glories of hanuman everyone was so happy and the time came to build the bridge and then hanuman was bringing all these different mountains so in bharat he saw he saw hanuman's shadow in nandigram then he said who is going there then he shot narrow at hanuman and hanuman he fell on the ground and hanuman was saying what happened who are you he said i am ram sevak where is ram they said oh in lanka this indrajit has shot him with his weapon so i bought this gandamanan mountain because there are many herbs here and if i don't go before sunrise then these herbs will not work and then ram may even leave his body so i have to go there now you've made me fall on the ground so and bharat said sit on my arrow and then you can go to lanka immediately so bharat also saw how hanuman is so glorious sita also saw even lakshman saw everyone saw so everyone had this mamta and shot that towards hanuman and what happened and when this large abhishek happened ram was giving his wealth away to everyone there is a hanuman is still not come and ram he was giving gifts to someone so hanuman said i'll not even go there then finally sita was thinking where is hanuman 
So we have given everything to everyone, but where is he? So then the funny one found him. Humani sat at the feet of Sita. He said, Sita, she said, here, I have something for you. So then, anyhow, Sita, Ram gave everything to everyone, but now Sita by her own hands. He gave her, she gave him one necklace. They started smelling this necklace. So what are you saying? And I'm saying, the mother has given me this. But my Prabhu, is he present here or not? I'm saying, you say Prabhu everywhere. He said yes. I see my Prabhu everywhere. But I cannot see him here. And this Prabhu in your heart, and immediately he tore open his chest. And he said, just see who is present within. So who is Prabhu Sevak? You will realize when time comes. See, Hanuman, he was wandering everywhere. And sometimes when he'd be sitting on the Singhasan, Hanuman would fan him with his tail. He would take him on his shoulders. He would serve him in all ways. So one day, Lakshman Bharat Shatrugna Hanuman. And Sita, they held a meeting, saying this monkey, he goes everywhere. He does seva everywhere. But now we've become, are we useless? Are we of no use? He took everything away from us. He massages our feet, he massages Prabhu's feet, he puts oil on him, he takes him on his shoulders, he brings fruits and flowers for him, gives him water. But what are we cannot do anything because of him? He took all his services away, so then they held a meeting. Sita will do Savraman during the night, Bharat Shatrugna. Lakshman, during the day they will serve Ram. So Hanuman, he came and he said, they said, no, there's no need for you, now you go away, we'll do all the sevas. Then Hanuman said, you don't have any seva for me. And he said, you only do this chutki, means only snap your fingers and chant Ram Nam outside. So then they told this to Hanuman, they didn't give any seva to Hanuman. And they said, Ram, he came from his palace and he said, where is Hanuman? Because he has this Mamata, this Mamata that Prabhu and Sevak have for each other. This Mamata will not be had anywhere else. How will this Mamata be had? Only one who has this Mamata, this Ananita, he always thinks, how can I serve? In this Priti, this Mamata has such strength. And say, Ram had Sita, his brothers, but still Hanuman, the Sevriti that he had, was incomparable. So then Ram, he came to rest. And that time, he was only yawning continuously. He was not eating anything, sleeping, drinking. So he was, he was only yawning and yawning. And then everyone, they were thinking he's not eating anything, sleeping, drinking, he's only yawning. So then they called my sister, oh Guruji. Prabhu is very unhealthy. He said, how oh, Ram is never unhealthy, already become unhealthy. And he was 14 years in the forest, he never became sick. Already become sick here. 
वेज हनुमान सर रिसेंट हनुमान आउट साइड दैट इज नो ऑन द सेव फॉर यू सेइंग गो एंड स्टे इन द जंगल इन द फॉरेस्ट देयर इज नो नीड फॉर यू टू कम हियर इट्स ऑल राइट so hanuman was crying so much it seemed that the entire mountain would melt in suffering he was suffering so much and he was only snapping his fingers and he was only saying ram 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 and he was drinking it he could not even see who had come who had not come and was just as he came and he, and he awakened hanuman he awoke him he said he probably is very Sad, and now you are just tapping fingers, chanting Ram Ram, and there he cannot even breathe properly. Come quickly, but Hanuman to Ram. And Ram was so sad. Hanuman also was so sad because they are suffering so much in separation from each other. So Guruji is saying, Hanuman is praying, I may I never forget my position as Ram Sevak. So one does Bhagavad Bhajan, and if one does not have Mamata for Bhagwan, then how is it Bhajan? Bhajan means Bhajdatu Sevayam to serve Bhagwan. You should do seva in such a way that Prabhu is always happy. This seva should have Mamata, not just some artificial display. That for one or two days he does he does this he does that. He organizes a big feast. He does arti puja. For one day and the next day, nothing. No understand nothing. So then you're doing puja according to your own thing. But Mamata is not like this. Shri Mata Seva is not like this. She's dull. Arman Seva is also not. Hmm. Any display to dull. So Guruji would say, if you want to serve. Bhagwan, please him. Then you should serve him in newer and newer ways. You should paste yourself like sandalwood, and then offer yourself in the seva, so that even for one moment you don't lose your time. You should be in the surrounding seva. So Guruji would say, then here I am seeing you know, all the people of this family. They are very knowledgeable. Our Kulguru is here, but still, they are very selfish. That is my house, my mansion, my business. In this way, but still, their moha is not going away. They don't have this mamata for Bhagwan. They are not surrendered to Bhagwan. So in this way, by staying with them, I will not be benefited. So meanwhile. So there in school and college, you see those who are coming first. They're getting gifts, they're getting prizes, and so they're very known everywhere as very studious students. So that time there was the British government. So they selected Gurudev from his college, saying that you come here, and we will give you this position as an officer. We'll give you this work, so all the family was very happy. 
now we'll get so much money, we'll get so much wealth, so much respect because he's he's become a good officer. So then they gave Gurudev two horses, one white and black horse. Because he had to administer the place everywhere. Because that time India and British they were fighting each other. Since many days there was a revolution. So and they asked Gurudev, just go see where they are having these hidden meetings and you tell the government everything. Who is opposed to us? And Gurudev he said, in Bengal, Bihar and Odisha, there were only one state, one province. So then they gave the entire responsibility to Maharaj. And then they also told him, and then he would wear this white cloth as an officer. He could go anywhere and he could make an inquiry everywhere. So meanwhile, from Devananda Gaudiyamat, Narutamananda Prabhu, he came. Who later became Bhakti Kamal Madhusudan Maharaj. So Narthavananda Prabhu, he came there to follow, went to the order of Kesha Goswami Maharaj. He came here to Bihar. In Assam, Danbad, Asansol, and then he came to this place. Vajanadam, Josidi, and all these different places. He went to Patna. Here he was doing this Kathakirtan Prachar. So then the government was seeing. So then the government said, just go see what the sadhus are doing. Well, they convened a meeting. So Gurudev, he wore a very white cloth, white kurta, dhoti, decorated. And then anyhow, he came there. There is Anartham, the Prabhu. He was doing Kirtan, he was speaking Harikatha. And, and Gurudev went and sat in the front. Arthanandra was a very scholarly person. Prabhupada Sushitakur came to the responsibility. Wherever you go, it is Shri Bhagavad Katha. And this way, for seven days, this understand for listening to Bhagavad Katha took place. So Maharaj would come every day to listen to Katha and he would question. Then he saw, saying, Where have you come from? And he said, We come from Navadeep. Where is Navadeep? So he knew, but he said, Where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Janmasthan is, we are from there. Why are you going village to village? Doing Kathakirtan. He said, by this Kathakirtan, he said, by this Kathakirtan, you can make the jivas of this world happy and content. You can offer them in Bhagavan's seva. Or else, to make them meet Bhagavan, there's only one way by distributing these glories of Bhagavan. And when anyone receives this message, then they'll have the samanda towards Prabhu. Oh, Bhagavan's glory is so much more glorious, more than even Japan Dhyan. 
because we have something nice, you should distribute to everyone. And this way, this Haridas is given to everyone through Shravan Kirtan. Everyone's hearts will be attracted towards Prabhu. And they'll all be related with Prabhu. So then slowly, after seven days, Bhagavad had taken place. And, and Maharaj, he would always listen to this Kala. He questioned Arutamanda Prabhu. So he's Narutamanda Prabhu. So in Gurudev, he said, can I also come to your ashram? He said, yes, surely you can come. So what should I do? He said, there's no rule for the sadhus. He said, no, anyhow, I'm in sansara. As long as you don't meet a sadhu, then there's sansara. As soon as man meets a sadhu, a good doctor, then all the disease will go away. And no more moha. And you automatically go to Bhagavan's Lord's feet, you'll do Bhagavad Seva. No one can stop him. So in this way, he asked, he asked his, uh, what will happen to him? Then he said, oh, every life one gets mother and father, but one is born so many times, he's died so many times, and in every life he's seen his mother, father, and he'll continue to receive them. But this way, this Bhagavad Bhakta who speaks of Krishna's message, because this Bhagavad Ras, to receive such the mercy of such Sadguru is very rare. So that is Santadu by his sharp words. He cuts away these attachments. Therefore, one who's intelligent, he'll know who says sadhus. You see, the sansaric people, they being bewildered by Maya Moha, they catch everyone. They say, we won't enjoy him. But the sadhu, what does he do? He liberates one. And then he always offers him in the Lord's feet of Sri Bhagavan. And he sends him to Nityadham, Nityaseva. So that time Maharaj, he, he started asking. Saying, what do you do in the ashram? Because Maharaj, he was still serving as an officer. So he had to send all these reports to the government. So then they said, in the ashram, all the 60 volumes of bhakti are followed practiced beginning from Brahma Murtha until last later in the night until this Shayanarti all 60 volumes of Bhakti are followed very nicely by which this Ashakti towards Bhagwan will only be increasing this Priti and this may this relationship with him never be lost so Mahaji heard everything and this way he heard everything and he returned home. And he said, no, I will not work anymore. No, I will resign. Why? Because now the Indians are fighting the Britishers. And if I take the side of the Britishers, then they will beat all the Indians. 
this I cannot do, he said. So then everyone started crying so much, oh, you have such a good portion, so much money, respect. And you're saying you're leaving everything. That's right. So Maharaj had another intention. So what did Maharaj do? He went there and he returned home from his work. He didn't take permission from anyone. He saw that he was promoted. Government had promoted him. And gave him this in charge of the entire province. He also gave him the news that after this, he will will send you to London and there you can uh, and there you can be the some responsibility related to this Queen Victoria so Gurudev would always say that Queen Victoria not just England the entire world was under her rule so should I offer myself in her seva and take this promotion and go to England. And then you see, Gurudev, he traveled the world 27 times. And Gurudev, he would say, see, to become someone's servant, as a slave, as a servant, this is not humanity. To be the slave of someone, servant of someone, to flatter someone. To live in such a way is not proper. This is like covered eyes. It's very cowardly. If you have this courage, then leave everything aside and become possessionless and take shelter of Sri Krishna. Go to where Harshi Hari is present and you serve him. Why have you become a coward? You know that you will not stay in this world forever. See, you only get mother and father every life. But how will you receive this pure bhakta? That person is a mother, that person is a father, that person is a guru who makes his dependent reach the Lord's feet above one or else how are they? They're guardian. So then Gurudev said, No, I will not work, now I'll leave. He said, Not just England, I'll go around the world, but still I cannot be slave of anyone. And this way, they heard his relatives that he's going to leave home. But as soon as even he resigned, they didn't even accept his resignation letter. Saying that, why do you want to leave this job? Don't give it up. But still, he gave this resignation letter. And what did he do? And he went to Naudit Dham. And there, Param Gurudev, he had this Sajjan Seva. He told him that the train will come at 11 o'clock in the night today. This Gaya passenger train, there one officer will come. And he will wear this white cloth. And he will wear this uh, cap. He will have a moustache. He never even seen Gurudev. Narutamant Prabhu, he just described how he looked like. To uh, Param Gurudev, still hasn't seen him, but still he told the Seva. At 11.30 the train will come, you go to Navadip railway station, 
and you bring him here because he doesn't know where the ashram is so then they went to the lantern because that time there was no electricity there before when the train would come there there would be one person he'd have a hurricane lamp and he just moved that hurricane lamp to stop the train thousands of people would come from this gap passenger train so many alighted the train thousands so parang guruji he said that person who comes you ask him you call him out tiwari ji didn't even know the name the only knew his name was tiwari ji so ramgesh maharaj went to this lantern so then he saw so many thousands of people were passing or parangur they described that he'll be very tall he'll be fair he'll be wearing this boot shoot so then this way gurudev immediately got on from the train he went to the station master's room to ask is there any mat mandir here and they said this is now deep there's so many temples here which temple do you want to go to said which temple can i go to is only there is one temple in this way now you see there's so many temples in brindavan if you if you tell i want to go to any temple what will they say thousands of temples here saying same where will you go so then meanwhile our guru maharaj he was saying oh tiwari ji tiwari ji where are you he was going from one side of the station to another side because the station is very big so then guru ji so then parangura they knew he was coming and parangura they would never lie so then when gurudev came out of the station it was very dark so then he heard someone calling out tiwari ji tiwari ji so then bengali is say hindi then you can understand hindi is not proper so then this way it's where we come from so no our guruji has sent you has sent me to receive you then how did your guruji know our guruji knows everything he is the purush he is omniscient so he from arthan prosmat yes he is he belongs to us in our temple he stays so then they were on the going to not very far from the station then there was a forest there was no proper road also so they say passing through the forest even during the day there'd be many jackals foxes in there so then even the ashram there was no one there there used to be three rooms in one room there used to be thakur ji in one room param gurudev another room the kitchen and all the devotees would be sleeping on the balcony on the courtyard and that time how would they sleep during the rainy season during the rainy season they would use this huge box they turn huge these huge box upside down these pots and they would sleep underneath or sometimes they'd all sleep squeeze into one room it was very cold there was nothing then then the paramgur there he was walking there saying waiting for them one o'clock in the night because he knew that because ram and hanuman they have such prem for each other so just is sevak and guru they have so much love for each other this is not just matter of one or two days this is life after life the atma is eternal bhagwan is eternal 
They would add some salt, some green chilies, and they would eat this. This was the only prasad. And during the night, sometimes this rice that was left over, they wouldn't even take the water out. They'd add some salt or some green chili, and this was more than enough. There was nothing then. And they were all only dependent on Bhiksha Madhukari. So in this way, anyhow, they gave some food during the night. So he rested for some time in the courtyard and then Gurudev went to the Ganga to bathe in the morning. And so he told Param Gurudev that, oh, please give me a place at your lotus feet, please give me Harinam Diksha. So here we don't get Harinam Diksha if you shave your head. He said, all right, I'll shave my head, but I cannot shave my moustache. But See the moustache, how can I leave it? How can I shave it? Because you only shave your moustache when your mother or father dies. Because before you never shave your moustache away. So then Param Gurudev, he told Maharaj that because of your moustache, you'll even stop doing Bhagwan's bhajan. You'll not chant your mala mantra. He said, all right, if you say, I can do anything. I even left my job, I left everything. If I stay in my house, then this Mahamamata will not go away. I am chanting this mala mantra. They say, anyhow, they come there. And they don't even leave. And now they've already made a. They say, oh, you're mine, you're mine, you're mine. They're, oh, they're even shouting, they're even taking uh, beating, and they're saying. But they will not remember Bhagavan. But Bhagavan has given a son. But rather than worshipping Bhagavan, he'll worship his son. He'll not uh, remember Bhagwan. This way he'll only be remembering him. What is he doing? Is he studying properly? Is he going to school or not? Is he eating something or not? Is he very naughty? So the father is only thinking about the son. He's only remembering him. And this way he's so much absorbed in this moha. This Mohini Maya. This way is always wondering, Manbhajan, what are you doing? Saying, oh, why are you looking at me? You remember Bhagwan, you do your mala. I was speaking uh, big things. So then they say, then, then he'll say, shout something. Saying, oh, now you're saying all these things. So Maharaj, he'll say, then, by this my, how can you achieve Ram? As long as Moha doesn't go away, if Bhagavan is doing bhajan, Bhagavad Bhakti, his frame will be towards Bhagavan, and his moha towards sansar, towards the body will go away. But this maya is very turanto, means very formidable. Bhagavan said, Devisha Gunamai, Mahamaya Turatte, Mahamaya Prabhadante, Mahamaya Turantite. So you can take my shelter. 
uh, see one is alone then someone else comes he surrenders to that person and then after that someone else comes and even sells himself see if you have two legs you where where you want you can go but if you have four legs then where can you go and if you have six legs then where will you go then in this way and if you have eight legs and then what will happen you will get entangled like how a spider gets entangled in its own web so the jeev is bhagwan's part and parcel and leaving his prabhu aside he is entangled in this maya so we were saying how can this maya even act on sadhu santos so how to be free we can do prabhu's bhajan doing mala mantra only thinking about this skin flesh and bones then where is one in prabhu's lotus feet or where so therefore maharaj he said no there's no need to return so then anyhow he took harinam both this kanti he said all right now return home do your work and you can stay there So then Maharaj he went and there he see all the family members that they said oh some tantra mantra has been done he'll take his mala away so then you know Gurudev he would keep the mala to his chest and he'd sleep so don't touch my mala then they said take his kanti mala away this because in Ramana Sampadaya they would not wear this tulsi mala so, so where did he go who, who did he become entangled with he left his family he left this work guru das said as i was thinking to leave still they entangled me start guarding me the whole time and meanwhile when everyone was sleeping what did i do made the entire bed ready and i made it seem that i was sleeping put some pillows in there and at 1 o'clock i left home came to this boxar railway station again i went to nodeep again Parmukhi was very happy. He said, "No, all right. Now you come. Now Mahaprabhu has accepted you." So they gave him diksha. After diksha was given, then this now the dham mahima glories and all the dham were being told. So one doesn't have this dham darshan, dhameshwar mahaprabhu. And this, if this mercy of Sadhu Santos is not had, then how will we advance? So Param Gurudev he said, that you should pray dhameshwar mahaprabhu, nityananda prabhu, respect the sadhus. Only with the mercy of the sadhus, you'll have guru darshan. Then by guru's darshan, you'll have this bhagavad kripa. Maharaj, you would always say that serving the sadhus, and as Param Guru Dev would speak, he could give order. He he follow all the instructions of Param Guru Ji. His order, and then this way he he learned Bengali. At the end, there was a Sanskrit Chatushpati, the school. This 
where everyone will be taught Sanskrit. They hear many qualified disciples studying there. So he said, oh, God Narayan, you also go there. And God Narayan said, if I study more, if I become more knowledgeable, then I can no longer stay with you. Then I'll have to leave. Therefore, whatever you teach me, that is enough for me. No, I don't need more of this Movidya. Then Paramurthi said, Sisa Vidyar Pal Jana Nishna Jadi Krishna Padmade Chitvarti Hoi. See, the fruit of Vidya education is that one's mind becomes fixed at the Lord's feet of Sri Krishna. In this way, Mahaprabhu, he told Kesho Kashmiri that fruit of education not to conquer others but to be humble and serve Krishna. So in Parangur, they told Gurudev, now read Chaitanya 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 Bhagavad. If you don't understand, then tell me. And Parangur, he kept Gurudev next time. And he would, Trikram Maharaj would come and ask Parangur, Parangur said, no, go read that book for yourself. He wouldn't say anything. And when Gurudev would come, and he'd have Gurudev sit next to him, and he'd teach him with so much love. He explained everything. Trikram Maharaj said, oh, I came before, I'm elder and always you're shouting at me, sending me away from here. But since Gauranarayan has come, you're showing him so much love, so much affection, you become controlled by him. Now we become useless. And we said, no, don't think this way. You know, you are qualified. You have all this knowledge, good, all these qualities. Gauranarayan is a small boy. So now I should look after him with some love, some affection. Then he said, all right. And he said, he's such a big officer and I'm nothing. How is he a small boy? And Paramuruji, he said, and you are a surrendered soul. And he's just come now. He should be taught how to surrender oneself. This is, there is need for this. Sarmilya Karadaya Parukmash Pratana Karai Sadana Rokta So all of you should bless him with your love, with your affection. That is Mamata only be towards Bhagavan and his Bhaktas. Then he will he will never be this. He will never leave again. He will never leave. And as long as the mercy or the sadhus is not upon anyone, then his heart will be dry. He'll be wandering in Maya. And only be hungry for this Prem. Sometimes he's going here, there. <coughs> this Bhagavad Kripa has had. This Bhagavad Prem is had. And then he'll become very satisfied. Not before this. Paramurde, with so much love, he taught him everything. Oh, we listen tomorrow.